Hello, friends. My name is Todd Martin from Smithville Mennonite Church. I'm so glad to be with you today. If you are listening by radio on Easter Sunday morning, I want you to know that I'll be bringing you the Palm Sunday message from last Sunday right now. Then at the end of this sermon, I'll be adding on our special sunrise service that we do every Easter that involves telling the resurrection story with songs in between. Later this morning at 10.30 a.m. on 104.5 FM, you can hear our Easter message. For those listening online, all these messages are available on demand at our website, which is smc585.org. Now let's get to our message titled, Triumph in the Tunnel. Right now, we're going to remember Palm Sunday like never before. This is the Sunday little kids carry palm branches and we sing Hosanna and celebrate Jesus coming to town. But everyone knows behind the joy of that old story, there is sorrow. In a few days, the adoring crowd turns into a bloodthirsty mob. This is how the story goes. Every year, I try to bring our church into this week of tragedy and triumph with services that bring us together in the tension of Holy Week. But this year, we must be apart. Even so, I can't help but draw parallels to our current situation. There is every indication that we are on the verge of a dark and dangerous time. The leaders of our state are projecting a time of crisis we've not seen in a hundred years. Yet it's also Easter time as Holy Week begins. This is where I would have you consider the simple sermon summary. This is what I do that gives you the, the sermon in one sentence. And here it is. Jesus could see light at the end of the tunnel, and we should too. Again, Jesus could see light at the end of the tunnel, and we should too. Many of you have journeyed together with me through our Gospels in 90 days. We are now one week from done. Congratulations. If you recall, there are a few events that are captured in all four Gospels, but this is one of them. I always like to say, if your dad tells you something once, you should pay attention. Twice, you should take note. Three times, you better get it right. And if he tells you something four times, you know it's important. God shares this scene in all four Gospels, so I know it's important. I'm going to ask you to open your Bibles now to the Gospel of John, chapter 12. Again, in your Bibles, the Gospel of John, chapter 12. This is a moment of high drama, a roller coaster of emotions everyone seems to be on, and it plays out right before our eyes. I know we are in John 12, but I will also be peeking back at Luke for added dialogue of this momentous event. Though you and I seem to be heading into a dark time of suffering and fear, we can know Jesus himself once headed in that way too. 
with terrible certainty, yet incredible determination. He faced his path ahead with faith, love, courage, and even joy to see it through, for God's glory. Friend, I can't tell you how far into the dark we must go in the coming weeks. But I can tell you there is light at the end of the tunnel for those who follow Jesus through it. So let's see where Jesus goes next. I'm in John chapter 12, verses 12 through 15. John chapter 12, verses 12 through 15. The next day, the great crowd that had come for the feast heard that Jesus was on his way to Jerusalem. They took palm branches and went out to meet him, shouting, Hosanna! Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed is the King of Israel. Jesus found a donkey and sat upon it, as it is written, Don't be afraid, O daughter of Zion. See, your king is coming, seated on a donkey's colt. Your sub-point for verses 12 through 15. Jesus is a king of a different kind. And through this text, I would have you ponder a question. The world is crying, save us. Are you? The world is crying, save us. Are you? Jesus has come to town, and the people are crying out to him, save us. That's what Hosanna means, save us. But from what? At that time, it was the Romans or from hunger, or from sickness. You name it, we needed saved from it. The people cried out to him as he rode into town that day, hoping that he would do for them what they thought they needed. You know, that's not entirely different from what people are shouting today, is it? Save us from the virus. Save the stock market. Save my job. Save us from the Democrats. Save us from the Republicans. But Jesus came riding on a donkey, the humble king riding in peace. Jesus came to bring us peace, but not political peace, not financial peace, not even a peace that is a physical guarantee of safety or healing. No, friends, the peace he gives is bigger and better than that. In fact, unless you have his peace first, none of the rest matter. Because if you have his peace, you can handle all the other conflicts that may come. I would suggest this is exactly what we need right now. Let's continue on in verse 16. At first, his disciples did not understand all this. Only after Jesus was glorified did they realize that these things had been written about him and that they had done these things to him. Now the crowd that was with him when he called Lazarus from the tomb and raised him from the dead continued to spread the word. Verse 18, many people, because they had heard that he had given this miraculous sign, went out to meet him. Verse 16 through 18, subpoint, the crowds were looking for life that would last. 
your question to consider is, are we? The crowds were looking for life that would last. And then the question is, are we? Are we looking for a life that would last? Can you imagine? You hear a man has just raised someone from the dead. In fact, four days dead. I think people would get a little excited. Let's glance back at that event and hear what Jesus said that may have been ringing in their ears that Palm Sunday. Just a page back in your Bible, if you turn back a page to John chapter 11, verses 25 and 26, check out what Jesus says again in John 11, verse 25 and 26. Jesus proclaims, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me will live, even though he die. And whoever lives and believes in me will never die. Then a little while later, he raises Lazarus from the dead for all to see. Can you imagine a crowd of people who were grieving the death of a friend? In fact, a friend who had just died from an illness. We can glean from the story of Lazarus's death. He wasn't sick long, but it must have been a powerful illness. Because in a matter of days, he had died. I wonder if there may have been those there who would have wondered, will I get sick next? Am I going to die too? You see, when death comes around, everybody begins to ask the ominous question, am I next? Dear friends, this is a good time and an honest question needs to be asked to ourselves even now. Am I ready to die? Many in the crowd who followed Jesus that day saw him raise Lazarus. The rest of the crowd heard about it and thought, here is a man who conquered death. And they were right, except that he hadn't really done it completely yet. That comes in our next message at 10.30 a.m. on 104.5 FM. I hope you'll tune in. But let's continue. The truth is, they had no clue how he was going to do it. They were focused on a short-term fix to a long-term problem. Jesus didn't come just to save us from sickness and earthly death. He came to give us peace, meaning, and purpose to our lives that will actually last for eternity. The crowds were excited and Jesus was glad for their joy, and he embraced it for the moment. Now I'm going to have you move back in your Gospels to Luke 19. Luke chapter 19, verse 37 is where we'll begin. If you want to take a moment to turn back in your Bibles, back a book in the Gospels, from John back to Luke chapter 19. I'll give you just a moment. I'm in Luke 19, verse 37. When he came near the place where the road goes down to the Mount of Olives, the whole crowd of disciples began joyfully to praise God in loud voices for all the miracles they had seen. Verse 38. Blessed is the King who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest. 
some of the Pharisees in the crowd said to Jesus, Teacher, rebuke your disciples. I tell you, Jesus replied, if they keep quiet, the stones will cry out. Friends, we are caught in our own drama today. I hope as we move through this holy week, which we just have, that points us to the greatest event in history, the moment that literally changed the world, I hope you have been able to feel joy. I hope you can find moments to praise God for his arrival in your life and salvation that you found in him, no matter how dark the tunnel gets. Friends, I struggle with my own emotions, up and down from day to day. The pending doom and gloom of this virus seeks to steal my joy in Jesus, but I must not let it. I believe even today, if we don't praise Jesus, the stones will cry out. I like to believe the praise of Jesus was loud and lasted a long time on that Palm Sunday. I hope you too can find times in this coming week to praise him for what he's done, but then also remember the reality of what he needed to go through to bring us to through the darkness. Jesus was headed into a tunnel on Palm Sunday, and he knew it. Here we have even Jesus experiencing the full swing of emotions. Let's finish our glance into Luke chapter 19. I'm going to finish out starting in verse 41. As he approached Jerusalem and saw the city, he wept over it and said, If you, even you, had only known on this day what would bring you peace, but now it is hidden from your eyes. Through the cheering and the palm branches, Jesus could see they were missing the point. He knew their praise, though sweet, would be short-lived. He knew what he was headed into and that it would be ugly, painful, and ultimately lead to his death. On top of it all, he knew people would miss the whole reason he was doing what he was doing and then reject and even resent him. Dear friends, this is so hard to swallow, especially at a time like this, but Jesus is pointing to a path of suffering that will lead to salvation. The crowd that followed him that day couldn't see it. Even the disciples who'd been told suffering was on the way. We see it back in verse 16. Back in John 12, if you want to turn in your Bibles back to John 12. But they couldn't see it coming. Here's the difference. We can. We have the profound benefit of hindsight. We know the end of the story. We can see light at the end of the tunnel and know that light that is there will make us forget even that we went through a tunnel, perhaps even that the tunnel was ever there. Let's finish up back in John chapter 12, verse 19. The Pharisees said to one another, 
See, this is getting us nowhere. Look how the whole world has gone after him. Your verse 19 subpoint. This is the truth about the world, for better or worse. Your question to consider is this. Have you gone after Jesus? If not, what are you waiting for? Have you gone after Jesus? What are you waiting for? What a beautifully prophetic word from Jesus' enemies. The whole world has gone after him. If they only knew then that 2,000 years later, he is one of the few people in history that we celebrate his birth, remember his death, and he remains the only person in all history that we revel in his resurrection. Now, friends, I don't mean to get all Eastery on you, but this is the point. No matter how dark things get in the near future, Jesus will see us through. Just like the emotional roller coaster he rode on the back of that little donkey on Palm Sunday. Today, if you are feeling like you are heading into a tunnel, financially, professionally, emotionally, spiritually, or physically, you may feel yourself riding to a place of darkness. Know that there is indeed light at the end of the tunnel. But also, there's light in the tunnel with you, and that light is Jesus like he always has and like he always will be, even today. Let us pray. Lord, bless us as we continue to follow you through the darkness and into the light. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Now, as promised, we're going to transition from Palm Sunday to Easter Sunday morning and our sunrise service. Well, good morning. Uh, so glad you're joining us here for more worship and singing. We're going to do the traditional SMC Christmas sunrise service for you now. Uh, we've done this for several years. And what did you say? What did I say? I am so sorry, folks. It's the Easter sunrise service. Nobody does a Christmas sunrise service. So we're going to do the Easter sunrise service. And uh, this is how it begins. It's sort of like if, if Dr. Seuss would write an Easter story, this is how it would go. This is called Sunrise Service Saga. While it was still dark in the first day of the week, a few of Jesus' friends gathered his body to seek. With spices to anoint, they, let, they lit their lights. They entered the darkness that silent night. Silent night, holy night, all is calm, all is bright. Round yon virgin, mother and child, holy infant so tender 
Sure as the sun this morning will rise, Jesus Christ, Son of God, glorified, is alive. When they got to the graveyard, it was open and empty. So they gathered in wonder, but they just couldn't see. So many went home, but a few friends stayed there and cried out to God in the open air, only to have Jesus himself answer the plea. Why are you crying? Who is it you want to see? Christ who left his home in glory and upon the cross was slain. Now is risen, oh tell the story that the Savior lives again. Hail to the King, the mighty As the sun this morning will rise, Jesus Christ, Son of God, glorified, is alive. But because of their grief in the dark or the shock, they couldn't see Jesus and started to talk. Tell, if you have taken Jesus away, we will go and get him wherever you say. Low in the grave he lay, Jesus my From the grave he arose, he arose, with a mighty triumph for his foes, he arose, he arose, a victor from the dark domain, and he lives forever with his saints to reign. He arose, he arose, he arose, he arose, hallelujah, Christ as sure as the sun this morning will rise, Jesus Christ, Son of God, glorified, is alive. But then Jesus called their name, Rebecca, Kevin, Velma, Elliot, Thaddeus, and Caden, and said, don't hold me now, you've got good news to tell. We have the same Heavenly Father, and I am alive and well. Christ the Lord is risen today. Alleluia. All creation joins to say, Alleluia. Raise your joys and triumphs high. Alleluia. Sing, O heavens and earth. And so these friends lit the world on fire. One cold, dark morning, even though they were tired. We must tell the world that Jesus Christ is alive, as sure as the sun this morning will rise. As sure as this sun this morning will rise, Jesus Christ, Son of God, glorified, is alive. Let 
lift your glad voices in triumph on high. For Jesus has risen and man shall not die. Vain were the terrors that gathered around him and short the dominion of death and the grave. As sure as the sun this morning will rise, Jesus Christ, Son of God, glorified, is alive. Amen and Happy Easter.